Hi, everyone. And hi, Miss Katalik. Miss Isla here. Hi, Isla. Miss Katalik here. And we are here for our very first episode of Stories from the Front Porch. And we are literally sitting on Miss Isla's new front porch. She recently moved to the lovely town of Sierraville. And part of her new place has this amazing, huge front porch that overlooks a portion of the Sierra Valley. And right now it's pretty warm out and it's also a little bit smoky, um, but it's not too smoky. So we're doing okay out here on the front porch and we're looking out at some cows. There's some cows right across the street and some of them are laying down and some of them are standing up and most of them are hanging out in the shade under the trees. It is a balmy 100 degrees out today, I think. And there's lots of ash in the air and smoke from the fires. But we're sitting here on Miss Isla's front porch, staying pretty nice and cool, and there's a little breeze. And there's a little hummingbird, too. Do you hear the chirps of the hummingbird? We just hung up a hummingbird feeder, and we have a visitor right now taking a drink. Friends, we have a story that we'd love to start with you today. And the way that this is going to work is every episode, one of us will read a chapter of this book. And we'll try and get you two chapters per week or two episodes per week where you can just hang out and go for a walk or maybe help your family cook dinner or maybe you're lying in bed right now, drifting off to sleep and listening to this story. And we'll try and get you a couple of these chapters every week that you can listen along to. So the book we're gonna be reading is called Tal and His Marvelous Adventures with Noom Zorzum. Noom Zor Noom, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, and this is a book written by Paul Fenimore Cooper. We hope you enjoy. Chapter one. Far away on the other side of the sea, there once was a village called Martuna. It was built on a steep hillside at the foot of some high mountains. Below the village was a wide sandy beach, then the sea. All the houses in the village were white with red tile roofs and the streets were steep and narrow and were paved with big cobblestones. There was a marketplace where the people bought and sold. There was a blacksmith's shop, a cobbler's shop, and a tinker's shop. But most of the people spent their time fishing, for the sea was full of the most wonderful fish. And ships from all over the world came to Martuna to load with fish, for which the captains paid big prices. So the people in the village made a good living and they were quite happy. In Martuna, there was a poor boy named Tal. At least that was the name the people in the village gave him. He really did not have any name of his own because he had no father or mother and no one knew where he came from. Of course, there were many stories of how he had come to Martuna. Some said he had been left by the captain of a boat. Some said that a bird had brought him, and others said that he had been washed up on the beach in a cradle. 
But all of these were just stories. That's all. The truth is that one evening, when Tal was not there, and the next morning, he was. More than that, no one really knew. Tal was a little boy then, hardly more than a year old, and the people of Martuna, being kind people, took good care of him. The butcher, I think, was the first to take him in. But the butcher was poor and had children of his own, so he kept Tal for only a short time. Then the cobbler took care of him for a while, then the blacksmith, then the tinker, then the miller, and then a lot of other people. In this way, Tall spent his early childhood, now with one family, and now with another. And everyone who took care of Tall liked him. He was so good and so kind and so well-behaved. He was never a nuisance to anyone. When he got a little older, he used to work for the people who took care of him. He ran their errands, he did this and he did that. He did everything he could to repay them for their kindness. Of course, they liked him all the more for this. And no one could be found who had a bad word to say about Tall, the village boy of Martuna. Time passed and Tall grew up. When he was nine years old, all the people thought they had never seen so beautiful a person. He had big blue eyes, bright red cheeks, and his hair was golden yellow. His friends talked about him so much and so often that strangers who came to Martuna were not long in finding out all about Tall. When these strangers went back to their homes, they told their friends what they had heard of the boy. Thus, Tall became known to many, many people whom he had never seen or met. And all over the world, in every house, could be found someone who knew of Tall, the boy with the golden hair. Tall might well have gone on living in Martuna forever, had not something strange happened. One day, there arrived in the village an old man who had a long white beard and green eyes. He wore bright red shoes turned up at the toe, big, puffy white silk pantaloons and an orange silk jacket, all embroidered with little gold dragons. Following close behind him was a donkey, snow white in color and with big pink ears. In the top of each ear was a little golden bell that tinkled merrily at every step the donkey took. On its back, the donkey carried what seemed to be a huge block of black crystal. At least that is what it looked like from the one corner that could be seen. For all the rest of it was covered over with a cloth of gold. As the old man went along, he looked neither to the right nor to the left, but he walked straight through the village and did not stop until he came to the inn. By then, a great many people, women, men, and children, were walking along behind him, for no one in Martuna had ever seen so strange a sight before. And what was their surprise to see the old man and his donkey go right into the inn, up the stairs, and on into a big room that had a balcony overlooking the main street of Martuna.
That was all they saw. Although many of them waited a long time for something else to happen, nothing did. At last they went away, still wondering who the old man was and why he had taken the donkey up to his room with him. All this happened in the afternoon. By evening, everyone in the village had heard about the old man and white donkey with pink ears. Still, he remained as much of a mystery as ever. Why had he come? What he wanted and where he was going, no one knew. There were those, of course, who thought they knew, but they, as usual, were wrong. And there were those who said they knew, but they weren't allowed to tell. Then there were those who knew they didn't know, but just wanted to say something. And the more they talked, the more confused they all got, until the number of different stories was so great that no one could even count them. And all this just because an old man and a white donkey with pink ears had come to town. At supper time, word spread through the village that the old man was going to make a speech from the balcony. Most of the people stopped eating right in the middle of supper and ran down to the street to the inn. There they gathered in a great crowd under the old man's window. After a time, he came out onto the balcony, bowed to the crowd and said, My name is Noom Zor Noom. I come from the far-off land of Trum. I have heard of Tall, the boy with the golden hair, and I have come to see him. Is he here? That is all the old man said, nothing else. And the people were disappointed because they had expected more. What good did it do them to know he came from Trum, when not a person among them knew where Trum was? What did they care about his name? if it meant no more to them than nooms or noom. They called and shouted to the old man to make him say more, but he turned his back on them and went into his room. At last, the crowd broke up and the people went home to their half-eaten suppers, which by that time were cold and indigestible. While all this was going on, Tall was down on the beach digging clams. When he came back to the village, he was not long in finding out what the old man had said. Everyone who saw him told him so. So he hurried down to the inn, ran up to the old man's room, and knocked at the door. Who's there? asked a deep, kind voice. Tall, said the boy. Come in, said the old man. Tall opened the door and quietly walked in. The old man was sitting in a chair near the window. The block of crystal covered with its cloth of gold stood against the wall in one corner of the room. And in one of the beds, all tucked in under the clothes, lay the donkey, fast asleep. Someone told me you wanted to see me, said Tall. So I came down as fast as I could. I do, said Noom Zornum but we'll have to talk quietly so as not to wake up Millie Tinkle. He turned and looked at the donkey. We've come a long way today and she's tired. Come over here and sit on my knee and I'll tell you what I want. 
The old man was so kind and so gentle that Tall never, never felt the least bit afraid. He was only surprised by everything he saw. A donkey asleep in a bed? He had never seen nor heard of anything like that before. Nor had he ever heard of such a name for a donkey as Millie Tinkle. At the same time, he could not take his eyes off the old man with his red shoes turned up at the toes, his white pantaloons, his jacket embroidered with gold dragons, and most of all, his queer green eyes that sparkled and twinkled whenever they looked at him. Tall, who only had on a pink sarong and a pair of sandals, felt very much underdressed. And he was a little ashamed of himself at first. But when the old man spoke to him a second time, he ran across the room and sat down on his knees. Now, said the old man, beginning, you're tall, aren't you? Yes, said Tall. I'm Noom Zornum, and I've come from the kingdom of Trum, said the old man. I've heard all about you, so I've come to see you. I want to take you on a road trip with me. You will see wonderful things and will go to strange lands, but you will always be safe so long as you are in my care. You and Millie Tinkle and I will travel together. After you have seen and done all you want, I will bring you back here. So it won't be like going away for good. Would you like to go with me? When Tall heard these words that the old man spoke, he did not know what to say. In all his life, he had never been outside of Martuna, at least not since he could remember. Nor had he ever thought of such a thing as going on a trip. Yet here was this old man asking him to go, and to go on a trip with a white donkey that had pink ears and an old man that had green eyes and a block of black crystal that was covered with a cloth of gold. Well, that would certainly be more fun than any other trip in the world. For a moment, Tall hung his head and thought. Then he asked, where are you going to take me? I can't tell you that until you say you'll come, said Nooms or Noom. Have you told anyone where you're going to take me? asked Tall. No, said Nooms or Noom. Well, what's that thing in the corner? asked Tall, pointing to the block of crystal. I'll tell you if you come, said Nooms or Noom. Just then, there was a little tinkling of bells, and Millie Tinkle rolled over in bed. She opened one eye and looked at Tall. Then she flapped her ears and made the little bells tinkle again. You'd better come with us, she said. You'll never have another chance like this. When Tall heard the donkey speak, he could not believe his ears. I've never seen a donkey that spoke before, he said. Does she talk much? Quite a lot, said Nooms or Noom, but only when she wants to. You can't make her do it if she doesn't want to. Everything that Nooms or Noom said and everything that Tall saw made him want to go more than ever. So he made up his mind and said, I'll go with you. When are we leaving? Early tomorrow morning, said Nooms or Noom. Millie Tinkle and I shall be leaving here as soon as it's light. 
I'll see you then, said Tall, turning to go. All right, said the old man. So Tall left. He went home. He told the people of Martuna all about what the old man had said, how he wanted to take him on a trip. And the people, when they heard what the boy said, were glad that such a wonderful thing should happen to Tall. The baker gave him some bread. The cobbler made him some new shoes. And everyone did everything they could to help him get ready. And that night, Tall hardly slept at all. So excited was he at the thought of going off with Nooms or Noom, Millie Tinkle, and the Block of Crystal. Thanks for sharing, Miss Katalik. It was my pleasure, Miss Isla. I'm really excited to hear the next chapter and to find out where Tall ends up going with Nooms or Noom and Millie Tinkle. We'll have to find out on our next episode of Stories from the Front Porch.